Action Park Media. Goody, have you heard about this cold streak that I'm on? I have seen it on the socials a little bit, but I haven't heard much it about is, it. I'm telling you for Scooty, I said it on my Twitter. They should do a 30 for 30 documentary on how cold of a gambler I am. It oh. is. Trust I, me, Scooty, my bank account knows this. This is, this is facts. From the minute, and, and and it's it's off the tip off. You know, a lot of these games, they're fun. Same thing with March Madness. We know going into it, we're going to lose money. It's just we the all, way. We always we're always, yo, We always lose. We know we're going to lose. I will pay for the experience when I wager on sports. I'm paying for the experience. I have gambled long enough to know we're just not going to win. Okay? House yeah. always wins. I do it for the experience. I really do. And me still thinking that I do have a shot to win money. But is it not great just watching a game, March Madness, whatever it is, and just really getting into something like that? <laughs> yes. Which which leads me to say I didn't even get to watch any of the games that we lost. That that's even that, worse. That's the worst, dude. So for the fault for the, for the people listening, what what Robbie did is he said I'm gonna get us an account back because it's March Madness. I was like, no, nah, I'm not gonna bet this year. He's like, no, no, we're betting, we're betting. You have to. Yeah, well, I agree. Well, actually, I I'll, I'll stop you there. The reason I actually did that was because my March was over before it began. To where my bracket was busted so early. I said to you, Scooty, I was devastated just because my March Madness was over after day one. Yeah, we watched that Ohio State game, and it was just a wrap. Real we quick. did. Oh, we tell did. me. I le- but again, at least you got to watch it. I was at work the whole weekend, and Robbie just calls me and goes, oh, I got bets on this, this, and that. Well, but I get, but we're in it together. We're a partnership. Yeah, but you have to consolidate with your partner before you just fire out bets at will. Yeah, well, you know what the thing is? He He's at work, and you want the action. I mean, you want the game in, game out, to where now we're to part with the tournament where first day's fine because it's rapid-fire games. Every, you know, 25 minutes there's a new game on. But now, Sweet 16, you, you want the action everywhere. I mean, you got to have yeah, the but action. Yeah, you can't force the action. I force the action. You, yeah, you bet action. every game. And well, half the know, games I was at work, I couldn't even watch, so I'm just checking my phone at halftime. I'm like, oh, we're down 10. Do you know what you hate that everybody hates? Um, yeah, the under. I love the under. Well, what? I, Is that I, not I, ridiculous? Who is this guy? I absolutely This is the guy who in life cheers for a game. For the entire game, for nothing to happen. I'm with you, cold cuts. On uh, if terrible. you can't if you can't watch the game and you bet on it, well, like you, there's no value there if you don't win. That, no, At least and you it's get like your money's worth. Yeah, it'd be like going to a restaurant. I order a T-bone totally, steak. Totally, you're, you're, I come to take a bite and I walk away and I don't even get a doggy you're, bag. You're you're paying you're paying for the experience, and you're right. I I, I don't. Yeah, so we're and it's one. Listen, don't get me wrong. But, it's one thing if you're hitting your bets. If now, if you're hitting the bets and you want to just let me know halfway through rapid fire, hey Cutsy, just letting you know, you we know, just won four hundred dollars on a parlay. Fuck yeah, let's go. Do you know? But do, do you know what? At the same time, too, is when we're taking the. You notice if you win a game, if you win a bet, okay, dinner tastes better that night. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? <laughs> same dinner, same thing, same place. It tastes better that night. And especially when, like, when you go to Las Vegas, you have plans throughout your trip in Las Vegas to where if you're losing, you don't want to go to the Bellagio and see the water fountain. No. You know True what I mean? story, actually. I was in Vegas with a couple buddies, and they had paid for us to do a helicopter. You know those, Scooty, those helicopter rides that go over the entire Vegas and Red Rock and all that stuff? I was in the middle of a craps run, and I didn't even have to pay for the helicopter ride. It was paid. And they're like, okay, it's time to catch the, co- the, you know, the helicopter. And I yeah. go, no. 
go without me. But you were doing bad. No, you didn't. I was doing bad. I was doing real bad. Yeah. Yes. I didn't want to go on a helicopter and watch all my money being spent. Now, on the contrary, what you also (laughs) have is if you're winning, you want to go to the Bellagio. You want to see the fountain. You You want to hear Sinatra in the background. Yeah, you want to talk to the people (laughs) on the streets. They're doing... You want to go to, you know, uh, you want to see Celine Dion. Life all seems of a to sudden. stand still when you're winning bets. Everything's great. Everything's great. When you're up money, Scooty, mm-hmm. life seems to stand still. It's like you've cheated the system. But, but to the point where <laughs> it's like you don't want to make plans in Las Vegas because it all depends how you're doing, where you should almost see how you're doing. Am I wrong, Scoot? I mean, I hope your plane ride isn't more than a couple hours if you lose <laughs> because that's just the, the longest flight of all time. Of all no, time. Tr- I've had to drive back from Vegas. Oh, that's drive, yeah, I won't do it again. There, I've never been close to stopping off to the desert and never turning back. But, but even that, I, I drove home after winning and I got home from Vegas. Turning said, and burning? I said, I said <laughs> the drive really isn't that bad. No. The, the sun sets on. It's, you know, it's a soothing drive. Turning and burning, baby. Yeah, you got you Billy go. Joel playing in the radio. Yeah. Windows down. Oh, you feel yeah. like a million bucks. You go to, from Vegas to LA on that drive after <laughs> losing. That four-hour trip just turned into six. You go hours. to Hertz and you say, upgrade me to the convertible. <laughs> oh, it is brutal. <laughs> But back to the unders, and by the way, folks, we didn't even start off. We just started ripping. You're listening here to the Burnley Dumb Show. Joey Coldcuts, our right-hand man here of the show, friend of the program here in the house tonight. We got Scooty Wilson, the new guy, Howdy wheeling game. and dealing <laughs> behind the glass. That's our guy. Scooty, welcome to the program, Thank sir. you, sir. Thank you. Love to have you. But back what I was saying with the under, okay? I, I feel for the under... First off, time's on your side, okay? It, it's I let me let me take that back. You're, you're saying the opposite. When you're betting on the under, you're winning right out of the gate. You're always winning. All the ticks are working. <laughs> that that makes no you're, sense. You're always winning. I love <laughs> that. That is the dumbest on. thing I've ever heard. Do you get where I'm going with this, though, He's Scooty? Saying, well, no, because it's all relative. So at the start of the game, the projection of the game is zero points. Correct, but from the opening tip, <laughs> the time is ticking. And I'm I'm winning at that time. Even if they score a bucket, technically I'm still winning to where it, it's a race to get to that. I prefer I love watching that clock tick. But now the people. opposite is there's times where you are halfway more than halfway through and the under's already looking dead because there's so many points. You have nothing to cheer for. That's tough. So yeah. you've lost your bet. You can't even root for the game in the second half because what's the point? You're gonna lose the bet, so you're not cheering for points. That's the worst. Now, if it's the flip side. If there's hardly any points scored and you bet the over, you can cheer. You right. can get into the game. Every score, you're riled up. Like that gets you more motivated because you're cheering for the points. The over can always hit too. Well, you know what? Um, the over is the back door. The over is the well. The thing with the over is <laughs> you always you always got overtime in the back of your. The head. over is the free throw at the end of the basketball game. It's the empty net yeah, in but, the hockey. But you always got overtime in the back of your head. Scooty Wilson actually <laughs> said something that I found <laughs> interesting. Scooty, now I try and get into hockey. I can't really get into it. You should. It's the best. What Scooty does is he bets on hockey. He takes the minus one and a half for whatever team. So the favorite to win by two goals or more. And then you get the empty net at the end. Just to clear up the whole hockey thing, because it seems like a random thing to bet on. That's what I played growing up, so I feel fair. like I got some knowledge on fair, hockey. Fair, I'm not, coming, I'm not coming in hot yeah. betting on the hockey. I feel yeah. like I know it the That's best. Like the, like the try-hard gambler comes in tonight, I'll be betting on the National yeah, Lacrosse. Right. Get <laughs> yeah. the fuck out of here. Who 
Who's please. betting on lacrosse? But it's either that or you're a degenerate and you got nothing else to gamble on other than the hockey game at 10.30 p.m. <laughs> and, in Vancouver. And you know what? I'm glad you clarified that, Scooty, because the listeners probably like, listen to this degenerate here betting right. on hockey. Scooty Wilson does have some hockey in his day. And, I also and, have some degeneracy, too, So and that's fine. <laughs> now, you take the one you minus... Accept it. You yeah. take the minus one and a half goals, mm-hmm. okay? And what what's interesting about this, which I kind of like, near the end of the game, you always get that thought, if you're up one goal, you're getting an empty net. Yeah. So is that a bit of an mm-hmm. adrenaline rush? I mean, it's the biggest adrenaline rush I think there is in gambling. <laughs> you got that gaping net I at the end of the thought... ice, and they're trying to score a, a gene out on you, and I... you're just firing the biscuit down to the end of the rink. I mean, yeah, that's hockey's great, though, dude. You got into it the playoffs last year. You were getting out over yeah, the, yeah. the Islanders. I mean, Cold Cuts, tell them, there's no, nothing like playoff hockey. No, there's not. And you know what? I told him this when we were on our road trip. I told him, you know, ESPN, they always play at the start of the highlights on SportsCenter. They play like basketball highlights right out of the gate or something like that or football. In, in Canada, it's the opposite. So the, the first set of highlights are all hockey. Yeah. But, are they different anchors or is it the same? Yeah, it's different, different anchors. But that's going to change. That's going to change in the states too, because ESPN just picked up the uh, NHL contract, so you're going to see a lot more Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid. Well, that's coming good in because soon. it should. But the hockey is always the start. So, like, if I want to watch a Canucks, you know, highlights, I know if I turn on the hour at like eight o'clock or at eight thirty, chances are that's the first highlight coming on. You know what? It's almost too like uh, the NHL just kind of like threw up the white flag and like they never promote. You imagine seeing like anything NHL promoting on any? You never see anything. They're so bad at marketing their stars. They got. Gary Bettman's got to yeah, take a hike. They, they kind of got in a way the MLB disease because MLB can't do that either. Exactly. Nobody knows anybody in the MLB. And I will say right now that hockey right now has the best generational talent in maybe the last decade or Absolutely. more. Well, with he, Connor McDavid. Cold cuts. If he cannot be getting Chunky's Campbell's soup or something and it's like Dak Prescott, like what a world we live cold in. Cold cuts. Cold cuts has a guy who I have never heard of uh-huh. and he uses it for his touchpad, his iPhone screen. Like he does a three different players numbers he's the only guy that i've seen an iphone touchscreen be named after his favorite hockey i don't want to give away cold cuts his uh his passcode here but well they don't there's know two the, numbers the combination no there's yeah, three well yeah you got three three combos you got three different players yeah but you named it after a hockey player called the russian rocket i've never heard <laughs> giving away big details right now <laughs> yeah he's got these two numbers it's two out of the my, six no my phone password is air it's 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 in no specific order <laughs> Somebody's going to hack into my phone next time. It's Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, and Pavel Burry. They're numbers. That's Somebody my passcode. Somebody your phone right now. What are you worried about? Not much. What are you worried about? No, not much. Nothing really. at all? No, I don't. I think I'm pretty squeaky clean. Actually, yeah, I'm okay, I think. I think I'm okay. I'll chime in from the back booth. Uh, Sophie Julia took my phone to like share stuff on the iCloud. <laughs> this is great. And, and I was in a heavy panic a little bit. Do you know what's amazing? I was in a heavy panic. Yeah, and, and, and I got What news. are you worried about? I don't have find. anything, Cold Cuts, but it's just like, who knows what could be on there? Well, yeah. Like, I, I actually have, anything, have some but... stuff on my phone I wouldn't want to get out. Yeah, I mean, look, I think we all do to some degree, but you know, if anybody takes your piece of technology, even the laptop is even scarier in mm-hmm. the sense of it's just a bigger screen, it's more information. Well, I always feel like the laptop's harder to break into for some reason. 
No question about it. But it's not even a matter of breaking into. Somebody has to use your phone. Immediately, people panic because you got everything in there. Yeah. You said bigger screen, bigger hard drive, and like a lot more internet history, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah that's a lot true more too. bandwidth. Got, yeah. Porn searches are going to come rolling oh, up on there for, up. Su- for sure. Oh, so everybody, to searches. some degree, yeah, look, you guys. Is that get- like if you click, your, if you click your, your Safari or your Google Chrome and you come to like type something with one of the letters <laughs> and the <laughs> first suggestion that comes out of the gate is a porn site? Uh, you're like, what have I been doing? Now, how doing often my... will you clear that thing out, Cutsy? Because you got to you got to clear the cookies. You gotta, <laughs> yes. Every now and then, you got to clear the cookies. Yeah, you got to clear cookies and cachet. Yes. They should make that the next like Dunkin' Donuts flavor. What does cachet mean? I have no idea, but I'm clearing it out. I thought it was cash. Is it cachet? I think it's cachet. I think it's I think it's French for storage. Got to add a little flair on the end. It might actually be yeah, French you see, for storage. You see cachet. Get the fuck <laughs> right. out of there. Yeah. What the fuck? How often you clean Get that cachet out of my fucking way. Yeah, how often should you be cleaning out your phone? We dude? should ask. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm a it, single guy. I don't have anything to prove, so. I guess it's a matter of how many times you jerk off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think phone is different <laughs> than your computer. Phone is worse. Phone I don't is clean, worse. I don't clean the, the phone. What do you mean you don't clean the phone? <laughs> I don't clean the phone. Never? So you're talking about Never. Phys- physically or storage-wise? Both. Yeah. You gotta clean the phone someday. You gotta get the disinfectant wipes. Can, or can, can yeah. we can, can, can we ask Sophie that? What's it? Yeah, okay. Sophie, can you yeah. come on? Yeah. How many times should guys? How many times do girls clear their phone? Clear or clean? I thought we were talking about clean. Clean their phone history wise. Do girls ever have to clean their phone? What hist- does that mean? Like, history wise, like, like remove history so people can't see what you're looking at. Google searches and stuff. I don't, I mean, the Instagram search yeah, where that's you're searching true. like the guy's ex girlfriends <laughs> and like the guy, yeah, like things like that. You clear the Instagram search, but besides that, like I don't clear conversations. I don't, there's no like Google search history. <laughs> you ever go onto somebody's phone and go to type something in though, like a guy's phone and it's um, porn that pops up? <laughs> no, but I was on a first date and I used his phone to show him something on Google and I pulled up his internet and what was searched was. Sophie Julia, and then I, (laughs) and then I, and then I X, he like turned bright red and I went to X out of it. And the tab under that said Sophie Julia vlogs. Like he was literally Googling me before. And I was like, it's okay. I Googled you too, but I was lying. Yeah. And I don't don't blame the Google search is definitely taking it a step above. Totally. You know what I mean? Well, Sophie, we appreciate you. See, this love is, you. I'm going Sophie, home. we love you Poor too. Poor girl you wants to go home. Yeah, oh, Sophie, I we'll, want to go Yeah, let the girl out. Of it. Her out. All right, Sophie. <laughs> Thank you, Sophie. Poor Self. girl. You know, she's done She's done her 10-hour day, Bob. Moving right along here on the Brilliant Dumb Show, ladies and gentlemen. Another thing I want to touch on while I got you here, Cold Cuts, is every now and then you get it. Okay, we yeah. go outside. We go out to play golf this morning. The two oh. of us, Rancho Park. It's the worst, no? Cool. Rancho Park, we yep. know that we're going to get matched up with somebody. The place is a zoo, okay? Very, very rarely do you get matched with the guy who's just a jackass. And the guy that we were with this morning was a true jackass. And if you're a jackass on the golf course, you're a jackass in real life. It's, it's the same reason that people don't like to cheer for guys like Patrick Reed. There's some people on the course who just take it too far. They don't, they don't, uh, you know, they don't really give what you're looking for when you're out there and you try to like give them accolades or do something and they're just, 
Well, but yeah, but you see what Pat- I'm saying? No, but a lot of the thing with Patrick Reed that he gets shit is is his cheating. I'm talking about a guy. Well, no, he's not not to be a fun guy on the court. Yeah, well, that's true. The Dustin Johnson doesn't speak. Yeah. Do you know I actually know a guy who played around with Dustin Johnson, and he said, honest to God, he did not speak <laughs> the entire round. They went. It was Dustin Johnson and his brother. They went really nice golf course. They went the entire round. He said, honest to God. <laughs> He might have said two words. <laughs> might have said two words. And you know what? You watch Dustin Johnson? I believe it. But you probably wouldn't mind. You probably just sit back and watch well, him. Like sh- that. Just be, watch yeah. him play the whole but, round but, would be a treat. But I would like to have conversation. With yeah, him. you'd like him to give you a little bit more. But yeah. maybe he's going for the course record. I mean, shit. He's already <laughs> gone for enough of those. There's no question. But about yeah, that. to get back to what Bobby was saying today, the guy in the course was just. I remember on the, like the second or third hole, he actually made a really good like long putt. To the point where, like, when you're making a long putt, you're just trying to get it close enough that you know the second putt is a yeah, gimme. Yeah. He put it almost in the hole. So I go to him. I go, hey, good hole, man. Or, or good putt, bud. And he looks and he goes, remember? He goes, it's only good if it goes in. And you That's know what? That's just so not necessary, and, and, dude. And there was no – I was waiting to see him laugh or smile. No, he was dead serious and he walked off. And another thing. When I'm putting, not to be a prick, but when I'm putting, yeah, maybe it was for bogey or double bogey. Don't walk off the. Oh, he walked off a bunch of times. A couple times on me. (laughs) He he did not want to see another Bobby stroke. Yeah, had I been putting for birdie or par. Wait, the last thing, and I think the most obnoxious thing, and I don't know if this ever happened to you before, folks, is the guy's about to swing on the tee box, and me and Bobby are standing well behind him, like not doing anything. And the guy's about to swing, he looks back and he goes, Hey boys, you think you want to move out of my out of my, onto the other side of me? And I'm really looking like what? He's like, you're in my peripherals. Now his peripherals. Here's what's funny. <laughs> the guy's wearing glasses. Yeah, here's what's funny about. <laughs> I'll tell you what's funny about the peripherals, asshole. Bob was pissed. I was pissed. I was. Just bottom line. First off, we're not at Augusta. Okay, we played twenty five dollars to come play. We're not in your peripherals. And with his swing, before his swing, he would do a full three sixty. It was so ridiculous. I said, no shit. And I think we moved out of the way, and he proceeded to shank one into the trees. This and then he's like, fuck, far we're, right! We're in his peripherals. He's he's doing a full 360s on top of the ball, just going, I'm like, where the fuck does this guy want me to go? I looked at Bob, I was like, don't worry, we'll get out of your peripherals. I was pissed. I said so to him, we I, literally, Scooty, we only had to move like two feet to the left, and then I, he was happy. I said to him on the turn, <laughs> I, I said to him on the turn, I was getting pissed off. I said, so what do you do for fun? Because it isn't golf. <laughs> I feel like I was playing with Bob Knight. <laughs> this guy was like 65 and just fucking angry. Ready to break a nine iron over Bob's head after a fucking oh, tee shot. He, but the peripheral thing, <laughs> I, I can't even pronounce it. I was holding on. When he said that, it was just enough. At that point, you were done. I was done. I was absolutely done. To the point where I started actually saying like good comments even when he made a bad shot because I knew it pissed him off. Well, that was So great. he shanked one off to the tree, Scooty, <laughs> like far right. It was like one of his worst <laughs> drives of the day. And it hit like a little Kareem off the cart path and rolled back in. I was like, oh, that's a good balance you got. Yeah. Guy looks over at me like he wanted to rip me fucking limb from limb. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm off brand a little bit with the golf. I don't play golf. So going into like a, a group match or whatever, is there something where you know that guy is going to be a piece of shit? Well, to be to answer that question, I just wouldn't play with them because it could it could just totally ruin a, a, a round. And, and the thing with the golf is, especially with the way the game's coming out, like a lot of young people are out there, and even the older guys, they go, they have a good time. Yeah. 
One, I would say every 10 The last times. bad one we had was Pete, the guy who used your fucking driver on the tee box oh, and almost broke story. it when he shanked the ball. I feel like ball. I'm Larry David on the golf course. <laughs> it sounds like a curb episode right yeah, now. Yeah, this guy, this guy showed up and he wanted to use my clubs, <laughs> and I didn't give a shit. They're, they're older clubs. I don't care. Wait, the same clubs that you're using? Yeah, You're same sharing club, same. The guy, well, he but, had some clubs, but he would ask Robbie to try his driver, and by or try the way, his three wood. I, I, it was shitty clubs, so I didn't really care. That would drive me bananas. It was because I need a club, <laughs> and then he needs that same club, no. and I should have the. You know, it should be me that takes the club. This kid would just take it and run, but he was just the throughout the entire round. He was just obnoxious. He was running. Well, remember loose. the last time when you got pissed? What he did? Well, yeah. Then he. So we're all getting annoyed with him. This guy's just obnoxious. <clears throat> And I, I'm, I'm it, it's just, it's a lot. And he takes my driver, and he, I think he just forgot that he was using somebody else's driver, shanks it way right, and gets pissed that he shanks it and slams <laughs> the club, just tomahawk. And Robbie's standing there as this guy's, it's actually like an Entourage episode when drama breaks Brady's yeah. club. This, this guy That's is exactly just, what happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just slamming the thing. And me, you know, it's tough to get me really pissed off. What did I say to the the kid? <laughs> you looked. What did you say? The fucking nerve of this kid! <laughs> I told you, you got some nerve. Is that, is that an under your breath thing, or are you directly? No, he comments? said it loud enough. When okay. Bobby says that, when Bobby's at that confrontation mode, yeah, he's ready to throw hands because that just now. doesn't happen. It doesn't happen to where you have to hit <clears throat> such an a level of just being a to where I'm always telling cuts, calm down, just relax. I'm relax. the same way. Yeah, yeah he wants he wants everybody to get along. So if he's at that level, that the guy absolutely deserves it. Oh, for, I, I, without a doubt, and this guy deserved. But yeah, all I did, I said, this guy's got some nerve. Yeah. I said, this guy got <laughs> And then I came back into the car and I said to Katsu, what did I say? I said, uh, am I wrong? <laughs> How did I say it? Yeah, you got all upset. You got. What? what am, am, am I the only one who sees this like this? <laughs> and I'm like, like what? You go, this this fucking guy. This fucking guy. You didn't even know what to say. You were like at a loss for words. I couldn't believe it. I just, this guy has no social awareness and i will say this too and and i'm not saying that i'm the most fun person or whatever but when we go out there we make me and bobby we make it a priority to get everybody else who's in the round to like feel good about themselves because if if it's like a band of brothers going out there everybody's pumping each other up and stuff it makes you feel it almost gives you that extra added boost you need to make like to turn the game around totally it's like getting a base knock in baseball if i hit if i hit a ball in the gap i want to hear my bench going nuts you know for me rather if i hit a ball in the gap and it's crickets you know <laughs> to where you're looking at that shot you're watching it see it go towards the hole and you know a couple hey good shots are coming yeah, yeah. i give like you know the little like it's great it's great it's so short it's like you don't want to you yeah. it's like i hear you but you don't want to like I'm overdo like, it right right like you know we, we could do this from time to time um total transition here i went i was driving home i i went stopped at starbucks these paninis that they got i thought it would be like a snack panini you know not often do i think of getting a starbucks panini you could use this thing as a sandwich with chips. It's that good. It's that big or that good? It's it's that good. It's enough to where if you combo it with some chips, and they Starbucks has some great chips. I don't know how we started talking about this. You Star- brought it up. Starbucks. There, there is so <laughs> few things that Starbucks has out front 
that there's so few things that I would think I would actually try. I was just going to say, you're crazy for getting any type of food at Starbucks. Even the little, like, lollipop. Really? No, Scooty. I did. Scooty, wow. That's a hot take. Now, my Scooty looks more like a blue bottle kind of coffee guy. You a blue bottle guy, Scooty? You know, I walk by blue bottle every day and I go right to the Starbucks and I get my vanilla latte that's overpriced $6. But I'm not getting any of the food, guys. Confirmed it. Not a blue bottle guy. But Scooty, you're, I think you're totally wrong here, and I get mm. where you're going with it. By the way, the blue bottle—I mean, the blue bottle breakfast sandwich—it's all no, but it's all the same. It, you mm. think it's somewhat same. Well, Starbucks, you give these things a try. It's easy to knock them. Try the Starbucks. You know what panini. I always get at Starbucks, and you've seen me when we go on trips. I get it. Is that their little parfait in the morning is really good. Your parfait. I wish I could get him, get into the. You're parfait not a parfait move. guy. I would love to be. It just seems like such a good, classy move. It's light. Can't do it. You can do it. Why can't you do it? Well, I could. I could eat it, but it just doesn't excite me. <laughs> I think yeah. it's great. You got you got you got a little bit of healthy atmosphere with the fruits and the you know. Well, if they do it with granola, that's no, good but too. That's what I'm saying. It looks good. It looks great. Mm-hmm. And I bet Starbucks has a really good parfait. Yeah, they do. Scooty, have you tried a Starbucks salad? What? <laughs> Try a, a, a Starbucks salad. <laughs> These are you know, I, the way that it's shaped. It looks like it's an airport salad. Yeah, yeah that's probably what it is. They're getting it straight it off of the Delta so, airplane. It, Scooty, it is so far. From an airport salad, Starbucks salad. But I think you sometimes over-exaggerate on how good salads are. Like, you'll have the Trader Joe's Caesar salad, and, you, and Those they're are going good. nuts. Those are good. Are they that they're good? They're good. pretty good. It's a very good salad. <laughs> very like, good to salad. me, it's still a salad, though. No, there's all different types. you got the steakhouse <laughs> yeah. salads. You What's got Bobby's favorite store. all-time you salad? Mixed salad? Is it Caesar from a steakhouse? Oh, got to be Caesar. Got to be a Caesar. Not a big anchovy guy. No. I actually like a thick piece of romaine. Okay. I don't mind the thick piece of romaine. You like it when they have it like that? You end up having as, to cut it into 20,000 well, pieces anyway. there's enough croutons mm-hmm. there with the big romaine mm-hmm. to match up to it. What about the big croutons? Well, if you get the small romaine, if you don't get the thick romaine, the crouton overpowers the romaine. And you never want your romaine to be overpowered. To be overpowered. I like Caesars. Never knew there were this many elements to oh, a Caesar. Well, then, then you haven't even gone over the Parmesan cheese on top of the, of the Caesar dressing. You sprinkle a little Parmesan. Yeah, no issue with that. That's no great, too. Or that. the lemon. The lemon at you know the end. It used to be my favorite mm. Caesar salad. I've told you this before. And we had the best connection there. And they couldn't reopen because of COVID. They didn't have outside seating. Best connection we've ever had. Best Caesar we've ever Grill had. Grill on the alley? Grill on the alley. Good for you. Bill reached out to me. Bill uh, Bill, Bill was, from the Grill now. Bill from the Grill is <laughs> the nicest oh, no, guy in the world. Oh, no, now it's Bill from the Grill who went to Bill to, to Ocean Prime. Bill from the Grill got fired from the Grill, so Bill from the Grill now works at Ocean Prime, which is next from the Grill. <laughs> you say tomatoes, I say tomatoes. <laughs> Who's on first? What's on second? <laughs> Definitely not Bill. <laughs> How about Cutsy on fire this afternoon? Lighten us up. I love it. Absolutely on fire this afternoon. The Unabomber just planting seeds yeah. everywhere. It's Lululemon, by the way. Isn't this great? Lululemon's great, but he's not talking. The Unabomber, he's talking about the glasses. You're talking oh, about the glasses. talking no? glasses, yeah. Glasses, the sungla- aviators. The sun- no? You know the good thing about the, yeah, kind of got the whole Howard Stern thing going on. I feel on, good. Okay? I just feel comfortable. Well, I got I my actually, jacket on. My, I, okay. You know, the beauty of the my glasses, glasses I feel is, chill. It, at the same time, too, especially with pockets, it's kind of like a shield for you. Like, yeah, I, I feel like I'm like in the, in the zone. Yeah, that's kind of the white elephant in the room about glasses, people inside. Like, they just uh-huh. want a shield. I love the shield play. I, I, I don't blame, to be honest. Now I'm they're jealous. easier to get than before because of all the pandemic reasons. You could get a fucking shield just off the streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, but yeah. The ones Jerry wears? <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
But at the same time, too, if you wear those sunglasses, the beauty of the sunglasses, if you could get through those initial jabs of people taking of you wearing sunglasses inside, withstand those few flu blows because they're going to take some shots at you, then you're protected the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah. Don't you feel protected right now? I don't, I, and you know this. I don't actually normally wear sun sunglasses. It's very rare. Yeah, but I almost. I like them in the. I like them in the studio. The lights and stuff. I just. I feel feel I, better. With I them almost on. think a guy like Howard Stern, okay, prefers the sunglasses because he can go in and, in a way, he's kind of got that shield in a way to where he almost. Am I wrong here? It's like wearing them to a poker table. Well, it's the uh, big daddy theory, right? Kind kind of invisible when you put the sunglasses on. Yeah, that's, that's true. Great movie, by the way, Sandler's Finest. You know what? You know what? Cold Cut said we should do is we should label hats instead of doing the brilliantly dumb hats because mm-hmm. it is a lot of words. You don't know if you space between the brilliantly and the dumb, and it's kind of confusing. He had two things. One I thought was ridiculous. One I actually kind of like. Do you want the ridiculous one, Cold Cuts, or do you want the? Well, no, give them both. Give them both. But which one do you want first? The ridiculous one, because the, then you the, end on the, a good note. The ridiculous one, he said that we should do brilliantly dumb on the merch, uh-huh. but take away the B at the end of brilliantly dumb. So he wants that. Now I get where he's going with that <laughs> brilliantly a good play dumb. On things. Like you can't add the D. Like you forgot to add right. the D. You're dumb. You're dumb. But it, it means a total rebranding. We got the brilliantly <laughs> dumb LLC. Had no idea what that was a couple months ago, but a couple people <laughs> told me you got to get an LLC. I went ahead. Well, and you I think used... someone else is going to do brilliantly dumb without a B LLC? Do you know how ridiculous I looked walking into Bank of America to get the brilliantly dumb LLC? It was, I mean, it was ridiculous. They had so you know, everybody that came by, she had to go and like get a manager to like do the codes and certain stuff at the well, time. What were you said, wearing for that meeting? I looked ridiculous. <laughs> Short. Looked, See, that that's the problem. If you like, went in there with a suit or something, they would probably have taken you a lot more yeah. seriously. You know what somebody said to me uh, recently that just drove me? I mean, it, that one stung. He's like, you kind of dress like Adam Sandler. <laughs> I was like, that's that a heavy is, shot. That's awful. That Did shot's fired. Sandler with the basketball shorts back in the day that would hang still down does his yeah, knees. Still does Adam, it. but Adam Sandler can dress like Adam Sandler because he's Adam Sandler. Me, if somebody <laughs> right. comes up to me and says you, you dress like Adam Sandler, you did used to have a pair of those and one shorts that were a little bit, a bit. Still much. have them. <laughs> it looked like he was getting ready to hit Venice for a fucking, you know, little pickup basketball on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing those and, and one and one basketball shorts, and he's wearing flip flops. I think the only and one basketball shorts that are left are all in Venice Beach. <laughs> I think every single one is in Venice, or Beach. in your closet. You know when it's really bad too is I've had the shorts so long that I. They're too big on. They were too big on me, and I tied a knot. But the night, the knot is so firm throughout the years that I just never decided oh, to take them. Do you mean, have yeah. that with the shorts? To where sometimes you have shorts where they're already knotted, yeah. and for some reason. And how too- annoying is the shorts where the the strings come out of the little holes, but somehow the string goes back inside, and you're trying to oh, pinch the, the side to get the string yep. back through. Do Wait, you know what I'm talking to, about? No, no. But I want to. This is you interesting. Ever wear like like say some sweatpants will have them or PJ pants. They have the two strings that you tie, like you tie your laces. It's their laces that you tie, right? So you tie a knot to keep your pants up. But there's a little hole that the, that the lace goes through, and sometimes it'll get stuck on the other side, and you're trying to reach in to grab that yeah, lace. Yeah, so where out. does that go? What What is holding up it that other kinda, part of the string? It goes into the pant the, tunnel, man. The you, pant tunnel, you, no you, return. Yeah. So, but, the, <laughs> but, the, but the pant tunnel is open? 
Yes. Yeah. Have you never worn a pair of pants, like a pair of basketball shorts or something like that, where there's the strings that go through, like the Jordan, they have the strings right, that go that's, through. Right, but that's down the center. Where yeah, is but the pant okay. On the side of each side of the pant, there's string. There's holes where the strings go through. Think about how the strings have to come out of the pants. They there's go from holes. one way all the way to the other way. But He's one string would it? No, no, but I am. But one string wouldn't hold up the other string. You're telling me it's going it, into the hole? It's one continuous rope around. I mean, Colt, what are we going to do with this kid? I don't know. <laughs> Bobby, you have, a, you have a pair of pants, right? right. The, the rope or the string needs to go through one side and come all the way around the pants through the other correct, side. Correct, correct. So it's only one string. I see what you're saying. So then okay. if the string sometimes starts pulling this way, you want to pull it back out so that it doesn't stay in so, the side of the pants. So that's actually good to know because so pretty much what you're saying is that lace is kind of like a hula hoop. You didn't yes. know that? No idea. Well, I didn't. <laughs> it's horrible pant architecture, but it, it happens. There's got to be was, a better way to go about you it. You thought there was two strings? Well, the problem I have with it is now if you break one part of the hula loop, you, you ain't getting the hula loop back. No. <laughs> so same thing with that string. They should make it to where a lot of the times my the hole gets sucked in by the string. You might be on to something here with the string the the the, the laces come on right interjected is yeah, what you're saying once that is in the hole there's no once it's it's there it's gone there's no getting it back really well that's what we're saying that's the that's the most annoying part of it and that's what's happened to like a, a lot of my sweat even my sweatshirts i have that same issue Happens like so you see too. the string that yep. you're wearing on your hoodie right now the same yeah. thing could happen if go, on Joey. the hoodie, look at your hoodie. You see the string? Is it starting to happen? No, it's still long enough. But I'm saying there's times where you look and you're like, oh, I better even that out because at, you don't want it to. Let me ask you this. At what point in my string would you even out? Seriously, because sometimes it goes down. More, more. Okay, now at this point, you're going to, you got to even out at this point. To where how many more days do you think I have till it gets back up, I, sucked up? The, I, don't the even other... la- I don't even give it to chance. I just re- realign it right away. I feel like a lot of guys, um, have it to where it's not fully in the center center and that I'm okay with it's as soon as it gets up <laughs> there is where I'm having the problem to where then it might get sucked out yeah it's got to be higher but back to what we were saying about the so that was the horrific idea about the brilliantly dumb thing yeah okay well that actually was kind of brilliantly dumb right there but but back to what we were saying about that Colcut's other idea which I kind of like is mm-hmm. to make merchandise easier just uh, instead of brilliantly dumb, a logo that says BD. You problem know, with the big D is I mean, <laughs> problem with BD is big dick. Big dick. Yeah. And yeah. who wants to be the guy walking around? With, who doesn't want to be that guy? No, but it's obnoxious. Well, it doesn't say it. It's just a logo. It could be on a black hat like that with the black or white logo. For perfect example, actually. Nobody's going to want to do that. Jack Arnold, the grill, uh, the grill master. Yeah. He said, "Check the mail." He sent me something in the mail. He's nuts. He got me a hat that said, in wording, <laughs> Big Dick Bob. No. And I said, no way. Yeah, I'll show you the hat. I'll bring the hat in. I said, <laughs> when am I ever going to wear this? Like, it's not even, when am I ever going to wear this? Somebody yeah. well, that's why the BD, does. it's not obnoxious. It doesn't say that. No, it doesn't say that. But, but I mean, Scooty, <laughs> when you think of Big D, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get it off the brain here. <laughs> you get it, you see what I mean? That's why Gosh. you're not going to want to wear the BD yeah. brilliantly dumb hats. All your <laughs> Here's my question for you guys. Why do you think brilliantly dumb is too long? It's really, it's not super califragilisticexpialidocious. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah but let me ask you this, Goody. Do you space out the brilliantly and dumb? I'd layer it. I'd go brilliantly dumb up top, and or brilliantly dumb, 
and then maybe you don't even you don't even have. <laughs> oh, show. you know you know what we should do? Like the Brooks Kepka Nike hat. You should just down the center, just brilliantly dumb. All do you know? The way down. Yeah. <laughs> you know how Kepka had the hat that said Nike going yeah. down the side. You yeah. can just do brilliantly dumb right down the middle of the cap. Well, that guy from golf today would have thought that it's in his peripherals. The B <laughs> on the end of that brilliantly dumb. That piece of shit. Yeah, I, I mean, but when I think when I think Big D, I mean. <laughs> Jesus when, when I think BD, I, I think Big Dick. Yeah, I clearly. Know. You know, like I, I always want to, I always want to say like the brilliantly dumb faithful, or say like the BD faithful. Yeah. But then it sounds like I'm saying the Big Dick faithful. I think you're overthinking it. I probably am overthinking it. Maybe now. you just do call him the Big Dick faithful. Maybe you Fuck do. It. Maybe you possibly do. Yeah. Yeah. First follower, Nick Foles. Well, <laughs> folks. Um. Now, full cuts. What, what's the story? Are we going to? Uh, we're going to Javier tonight. Javier's tonight, yeah. You know what I love about Javier's and Casa Vega, another Mexican spot that we go to, is it is a thin chip. And I think the chips and salsa, which is one of the best parts of the Mexican restaurant experience, mm-hmm. it's the best. It comes out, you get the margarita going with it. I like a thin chip. You yeah. know what I mean? Crispy. Yeah, I think a lot of these places do those thick, triple-layer type yeah, chips too, and salsa. Too much, like, too doughy. You a thin chip guy? Yeah. And we'll, but, Go ahead. I mean, I like I like the chips when they're when you can tell they're baked and they have a little of that seasoning salt on the top of them. Right. That's when you know the chip is good. Like you like the Javier chip, no? Yeah, I, I do. I think that the the guacamole play is not the play at Javier's because well, I, I think the salsa is so good. You don't you you're actually okay. With, and by the time they bring the the guacamole out, you've already had like almost a whole bit of those little cases of chips. True. True. Already, you know what? So then you're like, well, now I can't have guacamole by itself. You know what? So you're firing into more chips. This is going to sound a little weird, but I'm I'll, I'll be the first to tell you when me and Joey Cold Cuts go out to dinner, and even if we're you know with multiple people, Cold Cuts does the ordering because Cold Always. Cuts is a, is a restaurant guy, and you know how much stuff to get, what to get, yeah. and then we like going back and forth and critiquing how you did as far as I can't blame you for letting me do it. It'd be like if you had a friend who was really yeah. good at betting, mm-hmm. and but, you're like, but, you know what? You take the, today's games, unlike you. But Lauren, you say you take today's games. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be in on it with you. So you're there for the experience. You don't have to do any of the hard work. You get just to reap the benefits. Yeah, like Lauren, it's basically what you get to do. Lauren thinks that it's weird that that you order for me when me and you go out. I got no issue with it. Well, we do family style too most do of the time. Style. I was gonna say if you're ordering straight up the entree. Yeah, oh, that's too much. 100%. Too much. But when we do when we do family style Scooty, I'll just order everything for the table. I, I respect that and I I like that because I get finicky with my menu. I don't know what to get. Yeah. If someone if someone's just ordering for the table, I, I I will enjoy. When we go out for the appetizer, you know, you'll do. We'll start with the chips and guac. And here's where I disagree with that. Nine times out of ten, you're going to be getting guac in your meal. Okay. Yeah. And I'll double down even with the appetizers. <laughs> well, if I want guac, I got to reach over to your plate because you got the enchiladas that came with guacamole. True. I'm going to scoop some of your guacamole off your plate. Fair. But the thing with the Mexican restaurant appetizers is the appetizers are always the same thing as the entree. The taquitos are on the appetizer, <laughs> but then taquitos are getting. You know what I mean? They got the chimichangas on the appetizer. <laughs> the chimichangas are always on the entree. Now, you know, when the, you know when the guacamole is worth the purchase? When they do it table side. 
Because everything no always question. feels better when it's table no side. Yeah, I could have the same Caesar salad. Scooty, I swear on my life. I could have the same Caesar salad that was plated from the back or something that was done right in front of me. And 10 times out of 10, I'm saying the one that's table side oh, is better. Sure. It for just sure. tastes better. To it's where, fresher. I and act- it could have the same taste. Yeah. I actually, we went to a place, a really popular place that's pretty much known for their Caesar. And they do the whole theatrics on the Caesar salad, which I love. But I actually said, I think they're getting away with a little bit here because <laughs> they do that preparation. Oh. And the experience. A little too much lemon in there. Yeah, you could come out with anything. I think. <laughs> it's, so you're 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 making a claim that if somebody's doing yeah. something table side, that people are more willing to forgive you if you don't do it as good. Yeah, like yeah, you give it more credit to where like you know they do the table side Caesar salad. Why don't you just bring? Well, every it'd be like, dish. well, how about if somebody's deboning your fish for you and they totally. leave a bone in the spine? You're not gonna be like, well, you know, it's still pretty yeah, good well, job. The, the Bronzino, the Bronzino that's sliced <laughs> and diced table side is a memorable Bronzino, whether the actual Bronzino. <laughs> It was good or not. It's true. But here's what I think you do. Maybe just bring out an appetizer. No matter what dish you bring out, do a table side. Yeah. Or you why know? don't you start somebody off with something forced table side that they're so impressed by the time you finish, they have to charge it. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's like, well, we took the liberty of bringing this. Oh, after this that is, performance. Oh, you have to. Charge us double. You want Frank's in the blanket? <laughs> you make the Frank's in the blanket table side. Whatever you got to do. You like the table side service? Love the table side service. It, it adds the theatrics to it. I would actually hire the extra server, the extra amount of staff, and do more things table side. I the think best you could table do- side thing I think we had was when Big Maple made us those fucking old fashioned. These old fashioned. Cedar you- smoked. So he had the wood there, Scooty. Yeah, yeah. He started great, the flame and he had it trapped inside yeah. this, you know, crystal like rocks glass. It just looks so nice. You don't even want to drink out of it. The smoke from the cedar starts rising up. He tr- captures oh, yeah. it. Throws in like the McAllen 18 mm-hmm. in there. And by the way, Scooby, oh, it was this, phenomenal. Was, this was at Wolfgang uh, Puck's Steakhouse. At Cut. At, at Four Seasons where we worked at, so we knew the Big Maple. He's part of our crew. It <laughs> is a restaurant we had no business eating. I'll never go back at, after that meal. Nothing will ever be as good. But we had no business eating it, and no. the people knew the way we were dressed, the way, I mean, <laughs> we were, we had no business being there, but the Big Maple mm. who worked there, he was the assistant GM, he came out. It's like there was nobody else yeah. in the restaurant. It I mean, he told me, Fat Joey had to sit to the table next to us because it, he had reserved it already. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Is Hibachi Grill table side? Oh, it's such oh, a that's... You know, Scooty, to have you behind the ones and twos. <laughs> this on is the a really good. I mean, this is what this podcast it is. To, it is it's, in essence, it's table side. Yes. Gotta be. But I mean, it's not the table side you guys are talking about. But I mean, you, know you guys what? are like fancy boys with the table side here. No, I'm talking about you could do it for a Michelin star restaurant, or that's uh-huh. a very good point. You could do it for Benihana's for what you're actually getting product-wise, quality-wise. It's not that great. It's elevated tenfold because of the hibachi experience. Correct. Yeah. yeah and they no, get away right. with it, and they can know that they can get Kind of like the table side. It's entertainment. Salad, mm-hmm. 100%. At the same time, I do, I do actually think they hold their own to where you actually get the food. The problem is if you just want to go and have a dinner, you don't want the, all the theatrics. Like, so you're not a guy who the sommelier brings a bottle of wine out, and you're, he's waiting for you to do your assessment. You're, you're terrible in that position, no? I don't know what I'm looking for. I, I mean, how often <laughs> does somebody try the wine and... It's not for me. <laughs> not not I mean? often. Showtime might do that. Showtime would probably do that for sure. And I, I would be humiliated. If I'm at a table where somebody sends it back after them opening the wine. And another thing, presentation, wine, great presentation. Mm-hmm. They don't bring it out on the platter. They come out to you. They show it. Well, Everything should be presented table side. And they'll the actually, the good, the good waiters, when they open the bottle of wine, they'll put the cork down. 
It's a horror man. Smell the cork, but it's just it's done with such finesse and so eloquently. It's like the that's prob- really nice. The, the problem I have with it is if <laughs> the guy comes to me, and we're with multiple people, the whole table knows that I don't know what I'm looking for. And you want to take this guy, you know, the server, he, he's dead serious. You want to, you know, show him. They, everybody's looking at you, and they know I have no idea what I'm looking for. But you, yeah, yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, again, you're an F&B guy. It's a little bit. You but know in your you show business, you should be able to get away with some theatrics. You know, but you know what you uh, you did when uh, one day I was eating at the Peninsula, yeah. okay, where you work. Uh, my cousin brought you over there. So many years there, five star, five nicest yeah. hotel. You were, and the thing with Joey Coldcuts, everybody sees Joey Coldcuts golfing. You see him outside, the crazy outfits. Like when Coldcuts goes into work, there's a different switch. He's yeah. not, he's yeah. not the same person, and that's not a bad thing. I that's go into beast bad, mode. He does. He goes into five star service. He flips it. I was just gonna say, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah when, when someone he, can turn it on and go into work mode, like that, that's a hustler. I, I like that for sure. It's like when an I, actor like, going on stage, as soon correct. as the curtain opens, yeah. that's it. We're ready. Like my manager at the Four Seasons, mind you, it's it's five star hotel. She was worried about me as a manager because I was always just laughing and bullshitting <laughs> and shooting the shit. To where every time she came out, <laughs> yeah. people were smiling, fucking around. <laughs> To where Colcutts comes in there and he wreaks havoc. But you were busting a server's balls because they didn't... And I'm a big water guy. It was an Avion bottle of water. Yeah. Okay? And you said, don't pour Avion with the ice, which is a five-star yeah. thing to know. What, so what about the ice? I mean, you're you're giving filtered water into ice, which is frozen, unfiltered water. It, it removes the, the <laughs> element of getting bottled water to begin with. Is that unbelievable, Scooty? I mean, one, that's service, and two, he's absolutely correct. You can get tap water on ice, and it tastes delicious, but you can't put bottled water on ice. To the ice. point where like, you're wasting your money by buying the bottle of Evian to pour it over ice. You if you're what? really buying water for the essence of the purity of the water being filtered or not filtered, then you definitely are not going to get it poured over ice. But you know what bothers me then? What? I mean, every now and then I treat myself to a Fiji water and I always pour it in ice. Well, then you, I don't know. <laughs> you, I'll tell you what, after the Fiji's done, fill it up with regular water, put it in the fridge and then fill it over ice the next time around. Cause it's just as good after you do that. That's terrible to worry. Totally. <laughs> do you know how many dollars I've spent on Fiji water all to find out that I haven't even really been drinking Fiji water? Well, you've been b- drinking a blend. <laughs> <laughs> LA's finest mixed with Fiji's own. <laughs> Is it like having a Dr. Pepper and mixing it with an orange soda? Like how much of a mix? No, you... it's not. It'd be like mixing a diet Dr. Pepper and a regular Dr. Pepper. You know, there's certain Maybe, classes of water to where like I actually noticed that I like spring water a lot more than other waters. And I'll be honest with you. I think you could put a spring water in front of me. I think you can put a filtered water in front of me. I think I'll be able to tell you the spring water. I doubt it. I do. We should set up a, a, a test like Portnoy did with the, what was it that he was trying? Pizza, was it? Was or it the chicken sandwich? He's, he's done wine. He's done uh, cheeseburgers. Yeah. He, he, but he, he's but, testing all sorts But of you things. should do one with water. And you should do one with Caesar salads. Yeah. And you should do one with bagels. I mean, why are we not doing this? We were having this conversation the other idea. day, Robbie, about what what <laughs> would you spend a little extra money on? And for me, it's bottled water. I'll go in there and I'll spend three bucks for a bottle of water because I think it's worth it. I like that to where like you really don't have a, a concept of of money. Mm-hmm. I think people who typically buy bottled water like on the regular are people who don't use public restrooms. 
I don't use public restrooms, so you're, you're there spot you. on with it. <laughs> How did you know that? That's pretty good. Well, you're clearly worried about the sanitary levels to the next degree. So you're not going to, if you're not going to subject yourself to drinking tap water, you don't want to be using a public restroom that other people are using. No, but to me, that's not necessarily it to where I enjoy the flavor of water. I mean, I know that sounds ridiculous, but it I has really no think, flavor. No, but there's certain sandwiches I like to mix with a certain bottle of water to where if it's like a deli. That is the most ridiculous thing I ever. Yeah. So if you're going to Bay Cities, then God forbid you got to get Essentia. Bay, Bay, Bay Cities, I would probably mix it with Trader Joe's spring water. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Where if it's East you're Coast, it like wine. If it's East Coast, I like like a, a <laughs> deli sandwich with a Poland Spring water. Poland Spring was always my favorite. Not to say I won't have a different type of water, but like now I have a question for you. Yeah, you go over to somebody's house, one of your buddies, right? And you're like shooting the shit, watching the game or whatever, and you say, "Hey, can you get me a water?" If He's like, grab one from the fridge, and you go in the fridge, and you see Arrowhead water. No, I'm not. or you see Aquafina or something oh. that you really don't like. Are you? Still grabbing the water, or are you being to be like, you know what, I'm good? No, but no, uh, no, I, I'll, I'll drink that water a hundred percent. I even will have those. <laughs> I'd prefer, you know, something else. Where it really gets interesting, what I've done a couple times, and it's a ballsy move, um, is when somebody has like their filter bottle of water, like they'll have Aquafina, yeah, and then next to the Aquafina, they splurge. On whether it be one of those big Fiji bottles, mm-hmm. one of those electrolyte water bottles, you know, something like that. I have had times. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have had times where I take the Fiji bottle, and I know it's nervy doing it. And, and why would you do that? It's such a good water. I, it's such. <laughs> a good I think Fiji's I, the best. I fight you over that. I would fight you. And you'd be so right to where if you called yeah. me on it, I would take it on the chin because yeah. it's a nervy. I would be, if somebody did it and I had, I'd be like, you know, that's a ball. You're, you're saying if they go into your fridge and you have a bunch of Aquafina water, but you got that <laughs> yeah. one shining bottle. That of is PG, horrendous. Yeah, I fight you. I, oh, for sure. Especially. You, that's terrible that you would take that. He's done it to me before. I have. I Yeah. Oh, it's all it coming me, it was, out. You, yeah. Why did you say you could have said something? I couldn't believe it. How come you never said that to me? I went to go back in Scooty after the game was done. He had left like an hour ago. I go in the fridge to come grab the bottle. I'm like, what the f-? And I look over and I'm like, motherfucker. This guy drinks more water than I think is humanly possible. It's unbelievable. It's ridiculous. Like, I'll be like, here's a bottle of water. And before I know it, I'm not even done my bottle of water. And he's on his second one. And he's at the same fucking rate I am. So he took it and ran. He wasn't even swigging it like right in your grill. Oh, yeah. Nah, I, he, I don't know. Run. We, I I will say me, we, we we have such a good friendship that, that I would only do it to such a select few people. Fair. Cold Cuts was one of them. There's not many things he takes out of my fridge because there's nothing in the fridge. Yeah, he's got so a, yeah, yeah. So it's water. Mm-hmm. And then where he does get me is he goes in the freezer. And the freezer, Cutsy Freezer Selection is a different ball game. Cutsy yeah. Freezer Selection <laughs> compared to Cutsy's <laughs> fridge selection, it's night and day. It's like going from, you know, you know what like. You, you know what? I've, I, I've taken a look into your freezer. And, and something I think you do very well Thank is you. you're very um, selective on your, your frozen pizza. I think your frozen pizza knowledge yeah. is great. A lot of times in people's freezer, they make the mistake of doing, you know, one of those monster DiGiorno pizzas. Yeah. I, I've made that mistake. And it I actually thought you, I put you on the Red Baron. Red Baron, by the way, is You something... were talking trash about it. Then I make the I pizzas. He goes, yeah, I don't, I don't do Red Baron pizzas. We're watching the Jets game. It's bad enough as it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I try like, to give the guy, guy a pizza. And he's like, yeah, I don't. So I'm, I made the extra one for myself because of the little ones. 
the guy fucking ends up eating half the pizza, and then he goes, "That was so good." That and the next time I went over to his house, he had Red Baron pizzas in his, I, I his fucking freezer. Red, and with the Red Baron pizzas, it's not a huge pizza to where I you could put that in the air fryer. You're looking at five minutes till that That's thing. That's nice. Five minutes you could put that in there, and it's got a little bit of a char on the top of it. To the where, air fryer is like the Ferrari of cooking utensils. No. If you ask me, yeah. I mean, Gordon Ramsay may disagree. I, I certainly think so. I have a buddy who just bought an air fryer, and he is air frying literally everything. Yeah. He, he can't get away from the air fryer. And I got news for you. I, I, I really don't think it's a phase to where, like, no. I think your buddy is going to be on that He's air fryer. He's locked in. Bobby's now going through this fucking grocery store looking for shit to fry. Yeah. <laughs> You know, he's going through the fucking vegetable <laughs> section. Those carrots look small enough. Yeah, no problem. We're gonna put what's the, not not the alfalfa sprouts in there. Fucking now, little... Scooty. What 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 is he? Uh, what does he put in the air fryer though? Like I said, pretty much everything. But he he's a, he's kind of a weird guy. He was doing straight up just unseasoned chicken breast, and he was putting it in the air fryer and eating that. That's, I mean... That's unseasoned? Unseasoned. But I bet you it would come out with a little bit of a char on it, though. It, it had a little crisp <laughs> to it. It had a little crisp. Yeah. It, does, it does that with you the You don't even actual... put olive oil on it? Like, but at there's, least make an effort, There's man. such a range. One day I'll have salmon in there. The next I'll have, like, a fully loaded baked potato. Now, could you do ribs in there? You could, but that's a psycho I move. think you can do anything no, in yeah, you, Yeah, you can. <laughs> I really you do. Can. Why what, is it psycho? What's... Well, to the ribs is like, come on, yeah. like that's a little pushing it. I think just in the air fryer Why? community, you need the smoke. I think it's 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 known in the air fryer community that you don't do the ribs, okay. and that well, might who, be who makes those rules. No, nobody, nobody. But like, see the air fryer community. It's like you know the governor, dude. My old boss actually put uh, ribs in the air fryer, and I I said to him, I said, no, you put the the ribs in the air fryer. It's like, yeah, I was like, you're, you're okay with that? Like, how did that turn out? And it was kind of like I, I downed him, and he's a big, like, you know, grill guy. Yeah. And I guess he liked it. I well, mean, I, If I, you're getting, like, a nice filet or a nice New York or T-bone, are you putting it in the air fryer? No, no. no like, although no. I would say, I would, <laughs> while I gotcha, yeah. uh, I will say to, to, to put it on the grill and maybe try, like, I'd be curious to see what comes out. You get a nice fillet or a nice a nice ribeye. You got to clean your regular grill. Like you got to make sure you're doing everything that you possibly can to yeah. give that the right cooking environment. But that's the thing too, especially in LA, barely anybody's got a grill. Mm-hmm. There's you no space I mean? for them. Where are you gonna put it? Connolly just had had steaks thaw out for the past two weeks in the <laughs> studio here. Well, the Doug Allen. Steaks? I came in, yeah, because they just get sent a ton of stuff. I came in, it just fucking reeked. We're running that meeting. Uh, we're sitting there in that uh-huh. meeting, and I'm just ripping. It just smells like steaks going up my nostrils. I got one more thing on the kitchen uh, appliances. Yeah. Are, are you guys big fridge organizers, or are you just throwing your products everywhere? Um, yes and no, if this makes sense. When I'm fresh off, I don't go grocery I, I, shopping I, I, very I awfully. I, I cut the, just I've let seen me finish. that fridge. I'd like let to me, see let the me, yes let, part of that question. Let me just say. Bobby knows, as I say, I rarely go grocery shopping. So when I do, it's a big event. Mm-hmm. Like I come back, true, true. and when I go grocery shopping, I spend like two, three hundred dollars. So I have room to make myself feel better to put stuff in the fridge. So when I finish grocery shopping for about two days, maybe three, I'll have that thing nice and organized, and because I finally have stuff in there. And then, and it's, then it's slowly, it's like yeah. a desert. <laughs> yeah. It just slowly the food <laughs> da- dissipates, <laughs> disappears. And then over time, there's like a thing of fucking hummus, two modellos, like a half iron or half half like cut like lemon. 
it's like, and then all condiments. Every condiment you could ever possibly have so is true. in my side drawer. And Cutsy's got some purchases, especially in his freezer, that, that you see them and you think, okay, it, he was probably <laughs> hungry at the time of him grocery shopping, or it was just a decision that probably seemed real cool. You know the, the good time. one is? I got those Wagyu steaks. They've been in there for like months. Well, but the one that, that you'll never have, you got a French onion, a frozen French onion <laughs> soup in the freezer. And I can see, you know, this at all. Like, it was just, from Trader Joe's. It's well, pretty well, good. Well, well, yeah, but what I say is I could see being in the grocery store, seeing it, especially if you're a little hungry. Uh, like, yeah. Maybe I'll start with the French onion soup. I did one and I you never were, did another. never going to start with the French onion soup. And it was two different French onion soups in one package. Yeah, you know? so I'd had one, but I had one left this, over. It was ridiculous. It was, it was two in one. It's like they were ice pops. I like the, I like the um, from Trader Joe's, they have the good little shumai. They do, dim sum. Yeah, they do so. They do, but those are some things that end up, you know, being lost. And and it's a great. The shumai is great. Trader Joe's does some things. We got a new hire, um, Hakeem, and he he works at the Trader Joe's. And I asked him if I could interview him, and he was like surprised that I asked him <laughs> if I could interview. Him. And I said, I just love Trader Joe's. It'd so be a good interview. It'd be a great interview. I would have so many Trader Joe's questions. There is like a black market, not really a black market, because they do it all over. There are Trader Joe's items that are so good, but they're seasonal to where people crave them so much that people come, they take, they buy 50 of them it's at one like time. It's like the McDonald's with the McRib. And will sell them on eBay. I still don't even know if I believe you on this, man. Hakeem agreed with me. On he knows eBay, it for a fact. They sell these who's items. Who's that desperate they're buying yeah. the Trader who Joe's signature? Who is the Trader signature? Joe reseller? Who is that person? If you had their butternut squash mac and oh cheese. My. Maybe now, it's Bobby Lowkey. Now, I'm not a butternut. I'm not a butternut squash guy, but if you have had Corn this thing... It is unbelievable, and it's somewhat healthy for you. People buy tons of these during the fall, and they resell them. I don't beyond me how they ship them, but they resell them. Scooty, did you hear when I asked Hakeem? I said, you know, can you come? Do you, mm -hmm. do you mind coming on the show? I wasn't there for that. I didn't know you asked for a full interview. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I, I'm down with it. I think it's a good idea. I did. I yeah. did. And he, he was like, you know, why did you want to interview him? And I told him that I just, I am fascinated by Trader Joe's, but um, no Trader Joe's tonight. We got to go to Javier's. Uh, Scooter, we just, I mean, let it rip here. Mm -hmm. Let it fly. How, how deep are we? We're, uh, we're well beyond an hour. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we have enjoyed this. We hope you have enjoyed this. We appreciate every one of you. Scooty Wilson behind the glass on yeah, the ones and great, twos. Scooty. Fantastic. It's great. And Scooty, it's like having a good goalie behind you. You know that you're 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 in good sure. you're in good shape. I, I, I want a I want a ranking. Give me a, give me a one through ten. This is my first uh, appearance on on the brilliantly dumb show. Give me a ranking. But obviously, hey, I need some I need some room to grow. I need some room I'd to grow. I'd say I'd say for your for your first episode, I'm mm -hmm. giving you an eight five eight six easy. Wow. Okay. I, I, I think it's great. I got news for you. I, mm -hmm. I I would even go higher to where I don't know where you miss, Scooty. I, I, I okay. really don't. I think you're a phenomenal addition here to the Berlin Dumb Show. Um, that's Scooty Wilson on the glass behind the ones and twos. You got Joey Cold Cuts. Taking off, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you listening forever and always. Let's keep the train rolling. This does it here for another episode of the Berlin Dumb Show. Action Park Media.